Today I'm talking to Martin Bridges, Director at Worcester Bosch. Now, if you wish to save 10% off your energy bill, keep on listening because Martin gives us some very easily implementable tips to reduce our heating costs. Martin, hi, how are you? I'm very well, Heather. Lovely to talk with you again. Yes, it's been a while, hasn't it? <laughs> actually, Martin, I'm sitting here, I'm feeling a bit chilly this morning. I've actually put a, a jumper and trousers on today because obviously <laughs> the temperature's dropped. I think I recorded eight degrees on my car this morning. It's Ooh. great that we're talking about heating or eating and let's hope it doesn't come to that decision that we can carry on eating as well as heating. Tell me, some of the research that's been carried out recently, what does it tell us that people are worried about? Money and gas price rises, electricity price rises, all of the, it's all cost of living really, which they're concerned about and ways in which they're going to try and economise the normal things like socialising, of course, and cinemas and stuff like that. We tend to turn that on and off from day daily almost. It, it's, uh, you know, from time to time, we sort of don't do that. But when it comes to either using your heating system or not, that's the first time I've come across this sort of situation. And it's unheard of, really. Um, you know, I welcome the fact that there has been some sort of freeze put in place by the government. But nevertheless, we're still going to be paying twice as much this year on average for our bills than we were last year. So you can imagine over the last few years when talking with people, suggesting you could save 10% of your energy bill by doing this. Not that many people were interested, really. You know, our gas bills were six or seven hundred pounds, so big deal. If you save 50 or 60 pounds, it wouldn't even buy you a meal out in some instances. Mm. But now it's, it's all ears, it's all attention now when there are some easy tips that you can put in place to, um, you know, save... 10% of £2,500, that's that's a bit more realistic. That's a big saving, isn't it? And I suppose, really, you don't know what you've had until it's gone. And we're talking about this now with the increase in prices. And I have to admit that I don't generally turn my boiler on until October, but the temperatures have been plummeting a little bit. Yeah. Uh, my boiler's a little bit old. But you know, if I had to choose between eating and heating, surely when it's cold you should be eating more to get the warmth from inside so that's not necessarily a good idea so I would love to hear how people can heat their homes wisely to enable them to keep warm on the outside as well as the inside. I think heating systems we've not really interacted with them like they do in other parts of Europe so Germany, for instance, has experienced high fuel bills for decades. So they're really far more in tune with insulation and operating their heating systems as efficiently as they can. We're not perhaps so uh, connected, shall we say, to our heating systems. And uh, the, the programmer or timer is one of these items where most of us have got some form of timer or programmer on the boiler or on the heating system. But by and large, we've forgotten how to use it or we, we've <laughs> lost the instructions. So that would be my first suggestion to get the instructions for your controller Either you may still have a, an old copy somewhere, but if you haven't, they're almost certainly going to be online at the manufacturer's website. 
And the other dilemma we have with programmers and timers, they're not the simplest of things, the digital ones particularly, because you've only probably operated it two or three times in, in the years that you've had it. Refresh yourself on how to set these things up. But again, it's not helped that they're generally positioned in an area of the house which is normal hospitable. You've got to stand up and it's maybe a little dark and you need a torch to accurately see what the display mm. is suggesting. And you don't but, want people falling off a kitchen chair or a ladder while they're doing all of that, <laughs> do you? So you've got the health and safety aspect as well. <laughs> the beauty of these smart controls yeah. is that they transfer the operating parameters to a tablet or a phone. So we we find that most people who've got one of these internet-enabled controls, a Nest or a, a mm -hmm. Bosch Easy, uh, several of them out there, they're far more regularly interacting with it because you can sit on your sofa whilst mm -hmm. watching TV and accurately set the periods of time that you want the heating to come on and be off. And my house is a prime example. The heating comes on at 630 goes off at 8.30. This is in the morning, by the way. I have since readjusted that to now come on at 7.15 in the morning and go off at 8.15. It isn't dreadfully cold, but it's cold enough to need some heat in the house. But I haven't really noticed any difference. So I've been operating my boiler system for years unnecessarily for like an hour extra every day. And if you take an average home, generally having a heating system of seven or eight kilowatts, then that's uh, it's 10p for a kilowatt hour of gas this morning, 10.3 pence. So just by knocking it back for an hour, I'm saving 80 to 90p a day. And that's seven of those a week. So it's about sort of five pounds a week. Uh, so, you know, that, that racks up to 200 and whatever pounds over the year. Well, and that was the question I was going to ask you, actually, just changing the timing on your boiler. And clearly you're well ahead of the rest of us because just making that one hour difference. But when you actually sit down and work it out to what those savings will be October through to possibly the end of April next year when we may still need our heating on and you can see in pounds shillings and pet oh I'm giving my age away there in pounds <laughs> and pence you know how much you can save by making that simple change that's got to be good surely yeah, absolutely. And, and you can do similar things as well with the other controls. So uh, the room thermostat, if you were to reduce that just by one centigrade, the Energy Savings Trust suggests you, you could save 10% more. Now, some people may find it's not comfortable enough knocking it back by one degrees, but it's certainly worth a try. And if you have a combi boiler as well, and there's about 17 million of us who do, if you look at the boiler, then there are two temperature dials on there, one for heating and one for hot water. And quite often the heating one has been left fully up to temperature, as high as it will go. Mm. 75, 80 centigrade of water leaving the boiler and being circulated around the radiators. Now, if you can turn that down, let's try it. A bit of trial and error here. If you can turn that down to halfway, that would mean the boiler is now operating at around 60, 65 centigrade. So if you find you're still comfortable in your house with these lower temperatures in the radiators, your boiler is operating 7 or 8% more efficiently than it would have done when it was fully up to temperature. These two or three little actions 
add up to, you know, we're getting near 20% saving now. And if you do the similar thing with the thermostatic radiator valves in the rooms that you are not using, like a spare bedroom, if you either turn it down or even turn it off to the frost thermostat setting, then again, you're reducing the amount of consumption that uh, you normally would use. They're all very, very simple things that we can all do. But I think it takes us back to your original comment about if we've lost the little booklet, then what we should be doing is going onto the internet to the maker of our boiler and just see if they've perhaps got worksheets that we can download or maybe some videos that we can look at as to how to turn down the dials because like I don't like touching the boiler because of the gas in it which is a bit silly really because I'm sure it's all very very safe and actually it's better for the planet as well isn't it that we're turning down our heaters and our water I mean what's the point of having what I would call boiling water going through the heating system or coming out of the taps when you've got to add in loads of cold water to bring the temperature down. It just doesn't make sense, really, neither economic nor practical sense. No, absolutely. Uh, It's something we've overlooked and not bothered with. As long as it works and it gives us heat and water, that's generally been our priority. But Mm. now we're fine tune it's a bit like you know i've heard of people recently getting more mileage out of their cars not realizing quite how far you can coast in a car without using the accelerator up to a roundabout or set of traffic lights and you can add three or four miles to every gallon that you buy by just being careful not having too much stop and start type activity shall we call it when you're Mm. driving this heating system thing is much the same there will obviously be people who are going to struggle some households are going to be you know really concerned about this so Does it also make sense to add another jumper, add some fluffy slippers on, um, perhaps a gilet just as well with the to counter the slightly lower temperature in the house? I don't like boiling bases anyway. So there are additional things that people can do when they reduce the temperature in their homes to still stay nice and warm. I mean, a simple thing is not sit on the sofa for too long, get up, move about, you know, and things like that. Food is really important but you've got to keep heated from within and without and if they follow your recommendations actually they're very very simple ones aren't they martin so look at the timer and programmer look at the room thermostat turn down the temperature on your combi boiler and look at the individual radiator valves have i summed that up quite nicely Uh, in a nutshell (laughs) well i'm I'm so pleased that you've come and spoken to me today martin because they're simple things that we can all put into place from this evening when we get home so thank you so much for talking to me again today Uh, it's a pleasure heather anytime my guest today was martin bridges director at worcester bosch